Hey. What's going on, man? Episode five. You already know. Literally. With Ken and Carl. Literally? <laughs> so, my friend, how are you? Man, I'm all right, man. How about yourself, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. Still improving every uh, every episode. Getting a little bit better. Of course, trying to, you know, that's 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 the whole thing, man. You gotta you gotta start some somewhere, man. It's a it's a learning process, man. It really is. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> so we um, have some tango noise again because tango's on the loose, acting like a turd. Yeah, no. So until we get in the studio, those are just things we've got to deal with. You have to deal with them too. But he's really cute. I promise you. Um, but we, uh, we're starting online. We, we've got a YouTube channel now. Yeah, we're up, man. Literally with Ken and Carl. You already know. That's right. Uh, episode two and three are currently getting some plays, which is very cool. And thank you for everybody that's checking us out. Thank you. I, 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 I don't know how you guys deal with looking at Carl on the camera. He sees, you know, piece of shit, but regardless, thank you for tuning in just for me. Thank you. We're starting out like that just because I made you read a little copy. You damn and, right. And all of a sudden, you I'm a piece of right. shit now, yeah, right? You piece of shit. Yeah. A ginger beard piece of shit. You, you've been catching some hell about that? Oh, I've been catching it. Oh, man. Hey, Australia. Hey, California wildfire. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, really, you know, I just get all that. I'm like, damn. I'm like, did y'all just go there just, just for the promo? Like, did you not just go and watch the whole thing? I believe in that podcast which they'll see because I finished editing that at 2 a.m. last night. All right. Uh, episode four will be up probably today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I promised you that I was going to cut that bit out and make a promo out of it, and it is a great promo. You know how much feedback I've gotten from that? I'm pretty sure you've gotten back a lot because I got back a lot of feedbacks, a lot of LOLs, and haha that was funny Uh, i heard a co-worker of yours called you small penis or something yeah 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 you know almost like you know just wanted to go man really and then you know of course alicia was you know she was saying oh you probably you know can't you know even fit a small or something like that (laughs) saying things like that you know i almost thought about pulling it out you know I, i was just like to say you know what here it is Still thinking about it. But anyway. Um, I don't regret it a bit. I know you don't. So I just, I, I want you to know. Mm-hmm. I want all of you to know. I was glad I did that. That I'm, was amazing. That was, that was, of course, that made me laugh so many times. I, I still, every time I watch it, I, I start crying. It is amazing to be an asshole. I mean, that's, that's what he does. So congratulations on being an asshole. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're I welcome. need a trophy. Yeah, you do. You need one just like an ass with a big hole, and it just says, Carl. Okay, so it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that. We, um, in my family, uh, we had a pig award. And <clears throat> I guess a little bit of backstory was my grandparents um, had a cottage that they would go to that was about two hours north of Toronto. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, they they would go out there for the summers, and and it's on Georgian Bay, which is up north and has beautiful like water sports and great beaches, and and um, so they would go out there 
every summer okay. and, and they'd bring the kids out there and, and so on. So we used to get amazing stories from my dad, his two brothers and his older sister and, and all of their cousins. And, um, because the cottage next door was my great aunt and uncles. Oh, wow. And so they raised their kids up there in the summer as well. So when my parents and, and all of my aunts and uncles and, and third cousins and what have you all became old enough, they started raising their kids up there. Mm -hmm. So we spent summers up there swimming and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and every year we used to have a corn roast and, and we would like dig this huge pit in between both of the cottages was a driveway <clears throat> and the driveway would, um, would kind of open up behind the cottages mm -hmm. And that's where everybody used to park and stuff. So they would dig this huge pit in the middle and build this huge bonfire. And we'd do like a corn roast and all this stuff. And skits, and all the kids used to put skits on and and do you know monologuing. And, and ev the end of it was always my Uncle Johnny singing Mac the Knife. Okay. And he used to do this incredible job. After he passed, my, my cousin, his daughter Katie, had taken over and, and started singing it. Right. So Man. they started this, this tradition, it was called the pig award and the pig award was something that they would vote on who had the most embarrassing or disgusting or deplorable event of the summer. Um, and I am a recipient of the pig award, by I the way. I believe that for some reason. Yeah. I really believe that. So at some point the cottage got kind of broken up because of so many people into several week segments over the summer. Mm -hmm. So my dad would get a couple weeks in the summer that he would bring us up and we'd get to stay up there. And as we got older, um, he would allow Danielle and I to just bring some friends up there. So <clears throat> I've mentioned that I love my sister. Okay. But I and, feel and this is, this is my older sister. Mm-hmm. But if you think I'm an asshole, so we go up for a cottage trip mm -hmm. and I bring a buddy of mine. I'm pretty sure it was Randy and she brought a friend of hers. And one night we were playing a drinking game and it was a version of quarters and I was kind of a novice. I didn't, I didn't play a lot of drinking games. Right. So Danielle's showing me this game. And what you would do is you would flip a quarter in the air mm -hmm. and then you'd have to call it heads or tails. Right. Now, if you get it wrong, you have to start drinking for the duration of my coin spin. And then when I stop the coin, you can stop drinking, but you have to guess again. And if you get it wrong, I start spinning again. I don't think I was two drinks into this before Danielle stopped letting me check. And she was real slick about it. She'd just kind of do one of these like, nope, wrong. And she'd just start spinning. And I would start drinking. I got blackout drunk. Like, really, really bad. Oh, man. And in the cottage, there were several rooms. There was one bedroom that had a big queen-size bed in it. There was another room that had two single beds in it. And then there was a big back room that had a couple of doubles and a couple of bunk beds and stuff. Cause there used to be a lot of people that would, would stay in the cottage. Right. 
I guess I passed out in one of the single beds. Mm. And when I woke up the next morning, there was vomit on both sides of me in the bed. Oh, man. And I had nothing on me. I was perfectly clean. I had slept. And then I guess vomited while I was sleeping or something. I don't know. So I, I won the pig award for that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty special. I'm proud of it. I understand. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, I mean. I just want you to know the roots of where the asshole comes from. Yeah, it comes from the, actually to me, <laughs> it comes from the back, uh, if you did the rear, and there's a hole. And within that hole, you'll find Carl going, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, you Thanks. know, I, I owe you so much. Maybe that's why the Sphinx tight was uh, the product for me. Yeah, I think so. You need yeah. to tighten that asshole up. Yeah, 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 because it's leaking everywhere, especially last episode. I have a feeling that this format's going to allow me to tighten my asshole up. Yeah. I'm going to be the tightest asshole. Yeah, you're going to be one of those that, no, no, that tight, is that super uh, tight, you know. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about um, episode four as well because I think timing's important and you know as we've been getting this podcast going um, we we kind of started out not really knowing if we were going to post and uh, kind of got a couple episodes in before we really even knew how to edit and get the stuff out there right and um, so we we did get to a point where um, you know we're we're posting these online, but episode four was done a little over a week ago. Yeah, and we talked in the very beginning of the episode about the riot that had happened in Atlanta, and that was the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a couple of nights after the Minnesota riot. Yeah, we which started for, it for for George, George Floyd, Floyd. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we really just kind of touched on the subject because it was important and and something needed to be said and i know a lot of people are chiming in with their opinions and i know there's a lot of stuff back and forth i did want to point out though when we were talking about the atlanta riots there was a lot of information that we didn't have as well right um that i thought was kind of poignant so you know when a lot of the people on both sides of this um you know these people shouldn't be doing this and and the rioting and the looting and so on it really boils down to several different factions you've got peaceful protesters right and in large part the peaceful protesters rarely got violent Mm -hmm. and it's not here just in atlanta this has been happening in all 50 states i think there was 13 or 18 different countries that were supporting the protest yeah um, I mean, this is global now. And, yeah. and and so, you know, this has been going on for quite some time. A lot of peaceful protests. We're seeing a lot less looting and rioting now. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some curfews enacted in some places. Yep. I know um, Trump put on a, a really, really disgusting display of throwing tear gas at peaceful protesters so that he could walk across the street and take some pathetic picture yeah of himself with a bible that, that's, that's um which crazy i shit. you know i i think there are just some things that i i think are kind of ridiculous and and i don't get too heavily involved in politics because i am canadian i can't vote um but 
but in that, I, I just don't understand why that needed to be done. Um, you know, you've got peaceful protesters, but you also have like, you know, the rioters and the looters and, mm-hmm. and there are rioters that are rioting because they're upset and because peaceful protests were being broken up by tear gas and things. Right. But the leaders specifically are a completely different group in yeah. the most, in, in most cases. Yeah. They're opportunistic. They're people that are trying to just capitalize on something, right? Exactly. And they're not necessarily helping. And I know you kind of touched on that a little bit, how it doesn't help. It really doesn't help the people that are peacefully protesting because they're doing something. They're trying to make something happen. Um, And then you've got instigators. You know, there was a video that came out with a couple of guys that were talking about a pallet of bricks that was sitting on a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what city it was, but, you know, they were saying to, you know, their their video, you know, we're not that stupid. We see this. There's no construction anywhere around here. Where where did this pallet of bricks come from? And mm-hmm. later on, they found some video footage of police escort of some of those pallets of bricks. Wow. You know, so it's it's so difficult to pass judgment on anybody in, in something like this unless you really understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that really makes me happy is the size and scope of the attention this is getting. Right. And, and it's, it's George Floyd, but it's, it's everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the way black people mm. have had to live in fear of police. Right. You know, when you're talking about, uh, a unit that's supposed to serve and protect, and and if you have to live in fear of that, uh, you know, it should never happen. And that's why reform needs to happen. That's why changes need to happen. And I I'm, I know I've been going on a soapbox. I, I don't mean to monopolize here, but um, there were just some things that, that really kind of I wanted to make sure I kind of said, because um, I don't think you should defund the police. I think we need a different way of looking at who those people should be. Right. And I know it can be difficult to hire for the police. I don't care. Right. You know, Chris Rock said, you know, uh, that there are certain professions you can't have bad apples. Right. Like you can't, you can't have, well, you know, most of our pilots like to land, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, there's, there's a couple bad apples. They like to fly into the side of mountains. Right. Um, and I know I just butchered Chris Rock's joke and, and it was a joke at one time, but it's very, very much relevant. Right. Yeah. So, and, and again, I apologize for going on a soapbox about that, but yeah, I, a I lot's mean, gone on. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot going on, but you know, I think honestly, um, the main thing now is okay. You're starting to see everybody kind of get on the same page of what's going on, but let's let's get more organized about you know what we're trying to do here you know what's the you know the bigger issue i mean once again to me is of course is going to be the racism but overall let's just change the way we view each other let's just you know and the whole thing with the 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 looting and everything is you're rioting and looting you're tearing up businesses and in some places it's it's my own people, black people, tearing up their own businesses. What does that do for you? You're not. You're not. Your 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 direction is, is so wrong because you're just you're doing 
everything but that and in some cases it's been where people have literally started and just tearing up businesses because they want to get the insurance off of it you know yeah i mean it's 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 crazy in in the way they're trying to set up and do this i mean even with the police setting the bricks out i mean and it's also they're setting them out people gotta remember this police are setting them out because they're told to do so so in that area there may be a whole nother reasoning for what they really want and why they're doing it it could be you know down the road to bring property value down to get a, you know a group of people out i mean this is how things start because one thing about uh the united states i mean just the way that we do things is we are in a situation where we don't look down the road to see what's coming i mean this is setting up something else and like you know and and that's the thing that people need to understand it's not a not only about racism but look at the overall government yeah, yeah. You've always got to ask more questions. Yeah, you have you've to. Always got to look deeper. You have to because, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I there's um, a guy that was on Rogan. I, I got to stop commenting about Rogan, but <laughs> I, I love the show, and and he has so many diverse people. So he had a guy on there that that wrote a book about the CIA, mm-hmm. and it took him twenty years to write this book because things just kept coming to light, and then the Freedom of Information Act came out, and it turns out that. Um, Charles Manson mm. was actually unwittingly, I guess, working for the CIA. He was a, he was a CIA experiment, and the CIA was experimenting on people with acid, mm. and they were dosing them with acid to see how they would react and if they could manipulate them and do different things. And so Manson kept getting let out of jail. He kept getting bonded out and and released and so on. And it was the CIA. Wow. They kept getting him out. And then they'd load him up with acid. But what he would do is instead of taking the acid, he would then turn around and recruit people and give them the acid. Mm. And then start making them do things like have sex orgies and all kinds of weird shit. Wow. And, and not that sex orgies are weird. I don't really care what you do. But to drug people into stuff like that right. is pretty fucking weird. Um, you know. And, and so... Yeah, I mean, like, our government does all kinds of fucked up shit. Yeah, and I, I think that's one thing I think that with us, like, coming together, you know, as a whole, as a nation, is now only to question the way we look at each other, but look at who, look at where the real problem is, and it's our government. Mm-hmm. I mean, our government has done so much to us, and a lot of people sit up there while we're pointing, you know, at each other, it's like, look at, look at history. Look at what, what it tells you. Look at the presidents. Look at what happened to Kennedy. Look at what happened to his brother. Look at all this stuff the government allows. I mean, even um, Huey P. Newton told about a COINTELPRO, the operation that anybody stands out as a messiah to the people. The government will basically take you out. I mean, they don't want you standing up against their system that they built. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, this is nothing to say towards the just saying, oh, the government, a government, but kind of open your mind and, and kind of look at things from a certain, you know, Don't take angle. everything at face value. You can't. You can't. Media, so media for oh, one. Yeah, well, yeah. These That's major all corporations, they agenda own, now. Yeah. These major corporations own the media. So basically, whatever they want to say, you know, they're. Yeah, they're special interest groups. That's they're lobbyists. They they're people that are funding. You know? So the problem with our government and and with any other style of government so far in history mm-hmm. is the same thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> I mean, that's but that's I mean, it's the root of all evil, right? It is. It's, it is. It's, it's it's the fact that you know lobbyists and special interest groups make. Mm-hmm. The wheels turning in Washington, right? And everybody's got their hand out, and everybody's getting a cut, and there mm-hmm. are no term limits for, you know, it's, it's a pretty corrupt system. It is, and and even if politicians don't always go into it, and I, I honestly don't don't think politicians are sitting down at Washington going, I'm so evil. <laughs> I, I don't think it happens that way. Yeah, but I think they they kind of get these ideas ideal twisters like they, mm-hmm. they have an ideal and and this is what they're trying to go for and then someone comes in and goes hey we're going to work with you and here here's a little money for your campaign and mm-hmm. here we're, we want to keep you in office make sure you're doing this and blah 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 and at that point you're already in the the wheels that's it you All know right. what i mean and and the fact that that you have to fundraise to get reelected and it costs millions and millions and millions of dollars right. for you to platform for why you should continue to be there. When, if you're doing your fucking job, right, it should be pretty evident why you would be there. Exactly. But that's not the way our government works. So uh, until you take that aspect out, until you, until you take the control out of big oil. Um, and, and I'm a second amendment guy. I, I, I have my firearms, right? I, but you know the NRA is a lobbyist, and they spend a lot of money twisting and trying to oh, you know yeah. pull strings and do what they need to do. All of it. You can't you can't change that system and say okay, well these ones are good and these ones are bad. Right. You know they're all doing the same thing essentially, which mm-hmm. is buying off the government. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think in general the uh, like I said that constant the Constitution. You know when it was wrote. You know, I mean, and it kind of really only goes for that small percent of uh the people who really run this country is it benefits them to keep doing what they want to do i don't know that that was the intention when they wrote it you have to understand you know when they first wrote that what huge corporations were there right there was right yeah i mean you know and and i think in an earlier podcast we were talking about not being able to be president i i fact checked that because i thought i sounded like a real idiot when i was saying that and and i was you know, we were here for quite a while before we established our system of government. There were people coming over here in what, like yeah. the 14 or 1500s. And we didn't establish independence until what, 1776? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, you know, I really need to bone up on American history before I start talking shit. But, you know, there was an honest intention for them to have a system of government that had checks and balances to make sure that we didn't give any one person dictatorship, control, monarchy, Mm -hmm. right? But they were doing it from their limited scope, their perspective. Right. So you can't look a hundred years into the future and see that lobbyists and corporations will exist and all of these, you know, businesses are considered entities and, you know, all these weird things, right? Right. You wrote the best system of government you could with a viewpoint that, well, these people don't count because we're racist and et cetera. I mean, that's just, but that was their viewpoint. They weren't writing because, hey, one day 
black people will be freed. So we need to write, you know, that's why there were amendments to the Constitution. That's why Lincoln was important and all of those things. Right. But you you take that system of government and you have to adapt it. You have to change it. You have to do something about it. Right. Right. It's still the same. We've got this antiquated two party system where most of the people that vote are voting for a specific thing to them abortion is the most important topic or you know taxation is the most important topic or school funding is the most whatever your particular topic is that's what you're looking for and as soon as you find a candidate that's talking about your issue that's your person but then the problem is you've got eight candidates on one side for the Democrats or whatever, and eight candidates for the Republicans, yeah. and they're trying to whittle themselves down to one. Yeah. And then you end up with a candidate that doesn't have your view on the one important thing, but now you got to vote for them anyway because that's your party's candidate and so on. And, you know, it's just such the, it's the weirdest. It's really weird now that it's a popularity contest. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's a shame to see, you know, the president that we have now who really is he is a businessman you can't take that away from him but at the same time who doesn't really have the economics about running a country you know i mean he 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 really doesn't so i i'm i'm one of those that even on the thing that i love the most i can be critical enough to you know and and i don't say that because i love trump Mm -hmm. you know i personally i think trump is entertaining because he has an incredible way of manipulating and working the media and and as disappointing as it is that it's supposed to be the figurehead of our country and the leader of the free world Mm -hmm. outside of that it's hysterical if it was just some guy that was was just punking the media he would be the comedy sensation of the decade Oh, watch, this guy's coming out to fuck with the media again. But it's not. It's our president. So it becomes disappointing to me. But I'm not going to ignore that economically this country was doing vastly better than in the Obama administration when black people in 2008 were losing homes like crazy. And there were a lot of things that happened because of administrative things from the Obama administration. And I'm not going to say that's Obama himself, just like I'm not going to say this is Trump himself. Right. But but economically, we were in a much better spot. I, I can't deny that. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of goes like this. Like, far as in, you really don't feel the full effects of any presidency till after pretty much someone is gone. That does happen. But in the same sense, you you don't understand how difficult it is for any president to get anything done, because when they go in, they go in with this ideal that I'm going to be president and I'm going to make a difference. Right. Right. And then you realize what kind of red tape you have to go through to get anything done. Right. I will say the fact that Obama accomplished Obamacare with as much resistance as there was to it Mm -hmm. is a huge feat. But it's also why in the first four years he went gray. No, no, no. And and look at any president that goes into that job. It's so stressful because you don't really have as much control as you think you do. 
I say it's it's more than him going great because of that. I mean, you got to think about all the things they were saying about him, all the you know all the disrespect that he had to go through, and then still remain a class act. Come yeah, on, but now. he's he's tough skinned. I don't think any of that really ever bothered him. E- no, 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 no. And and I'm gonna say this. So, um, I I don't think Obama's administration was a disaster. Okay, but I thought economically there were certain things that he did, and and. I, I will say that in a lot of ways, I feel the Democratic Party does a lot of damage to minorities. And and so and it, I see that I can see that. Well, in, in just a lot of the policies in, in the way they handle um, what happens in inner cities and so on. So um, I feel like when Republicans are typically in power we have a lot more people working. It just seems to be the fact, whether that's because they make it a little more difficult to get the welfare programs, I I don't know. Again, I don't study politics enough to know the ins and outs. I just know the generals of kind of what I see. Right. Um, But, you know, Obama, he was smart. He was charismatic. Mm -hmm. He was witty and funny. Right. Okay. I don't see him getting rattled. I think you can insult Obama and Obama's going to take that on the chin, smile, and he's going to give you one back and not in a nasty way. Okay. Just from the way that I feel like he is personally in the way he's always presented himself. Mm-hmm. Now on the other side, you tell Donald Trump, he looks a little tired. He's going to think you basically just told him to fuck right off. I think he's that insecure that he wouldn't be able to handle that. In the same way, he would come back, but he would attack you. I mean, but he's an old, but he's an old guy. With but, no but you patience. see what I'm saying? So I don't think that that you know press or or the the right wing saying that Obama was this or that. But, I don't think he lost a lot of sleep. I think he truly went in wanting to do something amazing, and realized how difficult it was, and okay. lost a lot of sleep working on of course, trying I mean, to affect that change. You're limit. You're limited. I mean, each president is limited in, in what kind of power they can. They, what they can do. I mean, you still got the house to go through. You still have to get both sides. Well, especially if you agreement. don't have a house majority too. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and, and I'll say this, I think Clinton went through the same kind of thing, although he found some other stress relievers. <laughs> oh, 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 America. I knew you had a little oh, bell for me. Oh, I'm back. I'm back like I left something. <laughs> oh, I want to come back so bad and make sure everybody gets BJ's. Those are the best jobs. Shout out to Monica. Oh, I wish I could have you back in my office with no Hillary, just me and you. You want to borrow my cigar? Oh, I'll I'll stand a little bit taller than that cigar if you know what I mean. Well, I don't know. We we heard that promo, so. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) You're not going to talk like that to Bill. That's so funny. Um... So I, I don't I don't talk about work very often, but um, I I always find it funny that um, just because of I guess who I am and and the fact that I've worked with such diverse groups all the time, right? That, um, I generally kind of I feel like I I kind of get into these cool positions where people will kind of use references that I probably shouldn't get 
but then they're not totally surprised when I get them. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm at work the other day and, um, my boss is, uh, is really great. Uh, she and I had actually worked together before when we were both department managers. Okay. And, uh, you know, we had both gone into management and she just recently got promoted and, and rightfully so she's really great. Um, and has done a lot for our store. Right. Um, but because we've known each other and we have this really good rapport, we mm -hmm. will talk uh, quite a bit, you know, we'll just kind of in the office, you know, she's supposed to leave at four and she didn't get out of there until five thirty. Okay. Cause we were just chewing the fat in the office for a while. Right. So she's telling me the story about how, uh, she's got to, you know, toughen this, this person up and kind of, you know, make them a little more. Yeah. You know, willing to do some of the, the dirty management jobs. And uh, she used a term. She said to him, you know, you can't be Captain Save-A-Hoe. And mm. I looked at her and I went, I want to be safe. <laughs> and she started to laugh. Right. And I was already laughing because like I'm like my store manager just referenced D40 in the click. So, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And, and also then, that is Project Pat as well. And then, you know, so, and she's laughing because obviously I got the reference. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I dig when, when you can have a work environment that um, doesn't feel stressful all the time. Right. I know there are going to be moments when it's stressful. There are going to be things that happen, but you've got to be able to have, have some fun at work. Of course you have to. I mean, if you come in and you're just sitting there and you're just like working and it's like the hours are longer, it, it, it takes so long, you know, you'll sit there and just be working. It feels like you've been working for four hours and it's really been 15 minutes, mm -hmm. man. You got to find a way to make it fun. I mean, you know me, I'll, I'll, I'll talk shit. I'll find somebody to pick at. I mean, I'll just start talking shit oh it was terrible when we worked together i never got anything done man i'm telling you seriously <laughs> yeah all the shit we did yeah yeah we would sit there talk shit arguing about quarterbacks yeah oh you motherfucker you yeah yeah he's talking about matt ryan everybody he he thinks that like Matt ryan has these great like stats and everything and is like one of the best you know and he it, i didn't it, say that he's like one that has one of the best can, records right now in the no, nfl that's not what i he's just gonna make stuff up is no, that it you no just, i mean he's like gonna, look at his stats gonna come at me with a bunch of bs is that is that, is that what's happening you're coming at me with matt ryan what come i didn't up, come at you with anything you, i just said quarterbacks look here yeah you 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 set this you, up you, i'm gonna you, knock no. this down mm -mm. i'm gonna knock this down no what I said was that he was a very good quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's in the top 10 currently with current players. Right. And, and if you want to go through the whole list of quarterbacks, we can do that. We can do that. But and, and I'm telling you, he's going to be in the top 10. He can, he can be, okay. he, he can be in the top 10. So when people like you, right. Naysayers mm -hmm. that want to come through and say, "Oh, we should get rid of Matt Ryan. He's a terrible quarterback." I laugh at you and I say, "You obviously don't know football." Well, because it's a team sport, 
And and for somebody who played football, right. you would know that a quarterback is only as good as the offensive line that he has, especially if he's not a mobile quarterback. And you can sit there and say, yeah, yeah I'm going to keep going because you can sit there and say, oh, well, then get a mobile quarterback. That's not as easy as as I'm glad it you said seems. that. And if you look typically at mobile quarterbacks, their shelf life is extremely short, and you have to have a completely different offensive line to do it. Keep punching. Now, now, can I, now let me let me get, let me get on, this. Bring some. Is Aaron Rodgers a mobile quarterback? Yes. Is Tom Brady a mobile quarterback? No. Okay. So here's the thing: the difference between them, offensive line. Oh yeah, completely let's, different. Let's take let's take Thank away you. let's take away that let's take you away can't that take away that stats. Listen, stats. Okay, you can't take listen, away listen, that. Listen, 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 listen. If I don't have the drive, if I don't have, there's got to be. Here's something. There's a little bit more than just having a skill to make you a great player. You have to have that. I want to make it. I want to make this ability. Like I want to throwing up on the sideline and still going out there in the last college. two minutes. It doesn't matter. He's That's done. college. He's, he's gone through the same shit in the pros too. They called him Matty Ice for a reason. Because in the last two minutes of a game, he would pull it out. You want to know why? Because the guy's got fucking drive. But when changes are made to your coaches every other year, and it's not just Matt Ryan, it happens to a lot of different people, including Aaron Rodgers. Thank you very much, because he struggled under coordinator changes as well but guess what but guess what i give him more props because you know why he still put in the effort he's still the guy when is matt ryan not put in the effort he's okay okay you've got to give me something to show me that he didn't the philadelphia game for the playoffs Uh uh-huh he could have freaking walked in but he doesn't run he doesn't do that I'm saying this about it. This this is what I'm saying about a player. There's this difference between players and athletes. Give me the ball. I'll try to make it happen myself. I'll take it in the end. If I if if I don't do it, I can. If I don't try, I can live with that. I can live with going and trying and failing. But when you're sitting back there and you're just, to me, it's like yo, where's your where's where's that initial where's that initial drive? Where's that like? Give me the ball. Let me make it happen. You know, this is the reason why. I'm not always going to give I'm always going to give Aaron Rodgers. I'm not always going to give Drew Brees. I'm always going to give um, um, Tom Brady. I'm always going to give them their due because they have that 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 ability to say, you know what? I'll make it happen. Peyton Manning, I will make it happen. I have never once said any of them didn't deserve their due. I'm just and saying. I never said that Matt Ryan far was in, better than any of but them. But far as it, there's what a I scale. Said was he doesn't suck. There's a he's scale. He's a good quarterback, and he's done a lot. He is not the issue okay. with why the Falcons sucked. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every year, when that ball is kicked off, and it's a new season, your resume doesn't matter which is your stats it's all about what are you gonna do next year like right now tom brady tampa what are you going to do that's the question and at the same time i understand that this if this year i don't see them going to the the, to the to the end to the uh, so why because tom brady's not as good as he was no i i I, they have to this is really he's got the drive he has the drive. Oh, but he's got the skill and the drive. He does, but you know what? Oh, what doesn't he have? But guess what? What doesn't he have, Ken? But guess what? Ken, give me it. Give me it. Come on, give me it. For him, it's an adjustment. Uh, oh, oh, so it's different an adjustment. coaching. But guess what? Oh, and what else doesn't he have? But guess what? But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to give you but guess what? offensive line. But here's the thing. I bet you he's still going to say, I will take the ball and try to make something happen rather than sitting there looking for somebody else to make it happen. 
I bet you that. I bet you it's not going to make a fucking difference. Oh, if you I, don't have the offensive line, your team's not going to be successful. Okay. It's it's the backbone of any offense. Okay, but you're just – it's the truth. But at the end of the day, if you do – if they do get an offensive line, if, if the Falcons get an offensive line and their quarterback performs like shit, what are you going to say then? Then I'm going to say he's not the quarterback. But well, I'm not going to say it until it, – it's – it's it's so foolish. It's like giving a race car driver a Pinto mm-hmm. that's got three wheels and saying, well, why didn't you win the race? You you obviously just don't have the want uh, to I'll, win that race. I'll, if you did, you'd be there with the rest of those F1 cars. All I'm saying. No, if you don't have the fucking tools, you can't win the fucking all race. All I'm saying is as an individual player. As someone, there's a difference between players and athletes. If athlete is somebody who's going to go out there and try to do it and try to make it happen regardless, regardless of the situation, try to make something happen, even though, even though everything is, 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 is falling apart around them, I'm still going to try to make the play. I'm still going to try to do something to say, hey, I've done my part. I'm not just going to sit here and be a, basically a one-form quarterback because, other teams, other players on other teams, they know Matt Ryan. He's predictable. They know what he's going to do. They know they know who he's going to look for. This is just, this is just he's a predictable quarterback. So, Trent Dilfer, okay, Brad Johnson. I guess they had the drive. They had the skill. They were the ones that made that happen, right? <laughs> But they didn't give up. What do you mean they didn't give up? They didn't what give up. What kind of a statement is that? They didn't, I mean, they, they didn't d- give up. They don't, okay, they, wait, wait, wait. Do you do you realize the two teams that I'm talking about? Brad Johnson played for yeah, Tampa Bay Bucks. Exactly. And they won a Super Bowl. Yes. And Trent Dilfer played for who? But no, no, no. The Baltimore Ravens. Now, let's look at the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Baltimore Ravens both of those years. Oh, top five all-time defense. Top five all-time defense. You got the Ray Lewis and you got the, the Brooks and Warren Sapp defenses with John Lynch and all that. Both of those teams would have been jack shit nothing without their defense. Offensively, all they did was run the ball. Okay, so it was out of the quarterback's hands. We know it takes. We so, does. So what I'm saying is, for anybody to go, oh, the Falcons suck because Matt Ryan sucks. Well, first of all, you're not looking at the stats because he actually performs and he does a very good job. Not the greatest. He's not the best. He he's doesn't always make the best. best decisions. And I'm sure you can take any game, even from the the god Tom Brady, Mister Goat, mm-hmm. and look at it and say, oh, why didn't he do this in that play? Everybody's I mean, gonna have him. No, 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 wait. So, so you you want to say a statement like that, and I know you do it because it makes me hot like this, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason you do it. Yeah. It's not because there's any fact behind it, because I've destroyed you in this argument like nine different times. But, no, 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 and you know I have. You know I I'm have, gonna, I'm, because I'm, I always bring facts to this. The, the problem I have is people want to make statements about football. Mm-hmm. Football is a team sport. You're not playing golf. You're not playing tennis. This is true, but you I'm not. You are playing a team sport, and everything's got to work in those in those two teams that I gave you where the quarterbacks were not great. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're bad quarterbacks, but they certainly weren't Hall of Famers, right? Right. Okay. But they won Super Bowls because in the role 
for that team. They did what they were supposed to do, and that's it. Now, Matt Ryan, in his role, is doing what he's supposed to do. Now, you can't account for the fact that he gets rushed constantly. The offensive line has holes. Or throw interceptions? Well, there again, it's because he's getting rushed. When, when you're getting pressured, those things happen. It's not like he's Rex Grossman. It's not like he's fucking throwing like 27 picks and like two interceptions or uh, two touchdowns. I mean, he's a quality quarterback and has been for at least the last five years. I mean, One of those being an MVP year. Thank I, you. I expect the Falcons this year to do better because of the people. Like I said, you you got Gurley coming there. So yeah, I don't even know if Gurley's going to be a hundred percent though. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what to say for him. But once again, my still opinion. I still don't think he's is is is, is great. Like I I don't. I'll give him like I said stats. You look good. Like it, 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 it's like Cleveland Browns. You can look good on paper. You know. I'm, I'm gonna find a way in the editing of all of this mm-hmm. to put a big fail stamp over you. You can right put a fail stamp. This, this you, can feel, you can put a fail stamp because there's a lot of people who feel the same way about him. I mean, they 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 really are. I know you there know? are a lot of people with foolish opinions. It happens. Yeah. But they're they're allowed to have those foolish opinions as you are. I mean, and I, I appreciate the fact that your opinion isn't as smart as mine. I under I understand that you feel a certain way with stats and all of that. But it's not the, just with stats. It's it just, is. It's, it's a stat game. You. It, it's a stat game. If you throw and, and somebody catches no, the ball, stats, you look good. Stats are legitimate. They're 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 basically basically we from year are to year. Who we thought they were from year to year. They're resumes. That's all they are. For okay, well he did this this and this. Takes my years. Okay, well he can t- we we'll take him. We'll take him. But in general, okay, is Peyton Manning. And and we know that he's great. We know he's he's he was a great mm-hmm. quarterback, even though he had some pretty bad years at the end. Exactly. But in general, still want a Super overall, Bowl. Overall, 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 did they take him because of those bad years, or overall because of his stats? They took him because of what you visually saw him produce constantly, and those goes back to stats. Stats are like resumes, man. Yeah, but you throw all that out every time you hit the field, right? It still goes back to what I said. Isn't that what you... I'm just throwing that back on you, that's all. But, I think, yeah, but I'm saying it's once again, it all goes back. And honestly, like I said before, individually, like I said, I'm not looking at the team factor. Overall, overall it was me, in my opinion, as far as in Atlanta, I would have been clean house. I would have been clean house. I would have started. It would have started straight down the gym. Let's go down. Let's work all the way down to the field. And yes, I would have taken and gotten another quarterback or prepared for with another younger quarterback to groom while, while Matt Ryan is there. <clears throat> you played Madden, right? Of course. When you play, do you play the franchise mode ever? Yeah. Okay, so you've gone through and had to do draft choices and all that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Ever had some difficulty with cap and any of that kind of stuff? Of course, at the end? of course. Okay, now I'm going to tell you that is the most simplified, basic, dumbed down version of a franchise that you will ever find. Right. And it is still really difficult for me 
to navigate through and try to get the team that I want the second year or the third year or the fourth year. Making choices between players and all that kind of stuff can be really difficult, especially when you're looking at long-term and short-term contracts, right? Right. And, and each contract has different stipulations to it. So on this contract, if I close it out early, it's going to cost me X amount. Mm-hmm. If I close this one out late, then we owe them X right. amount. All of these things go into effect, and right. it is so difficult to navigate. And yet, people like myself will sit on the couch and go, oh, this GM's a goddamn idiot. I can't believe he would make this choice. Why did they do this? Why right, did they right, let go right. of so-and-so? It's really easy to backseat drive in those. We, I, I get it because at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're on the outside looking in. And and we have so little information. The only thing I question about far as in with the Falcons is they do all this recruiting everywhere else but here. And it's like some of the best come from right here in Georgia. And it's like, why are you guys not looking here? It's like you'll look out. And then by the time you look in, most of your players they, that, that you got to recruit it here, they're, they're basically they're basically going to Super Bowls. They're doing everything else. I, I mean, I don't understand how the recruiting, how, what, what their viewpoint is. But I would like to say, yo, just if any of you ever look at this, if all the crap I've said about Matt Ryan still feel the same way, yes I do. But in general, start looking at home first because there's a lot of great players here that are always up and coming. Like I, I would love for them to do that as far as I'm recruiting. I I'm not gonna disagree with you at all about that because <clears throat> Georgia specifically as a school has been kind of a powerhouse for running backs and and a lot of different players. Linebackers have come out of there, cornerbacks. It's been a really, really great school. Um, Again, it's really easy to say we should take, but where those players line up after after doing the combine, where we are currently in the draft with the draft picks that we have, what type of a team do we want to be when we draft? We're trying to fashion ourselves much like a Patriots where we're trying to move back in the draft in some instances and get right. extra picks. Um, you know, when you're doing those things, but you see that flashy bobble at the top of the draft and you really want it, sometimes you make really stupid decisions to get there. Sometimes it costs you not just this year, but next year and the year after that, second and third round picks that can be really valuable to you. So it's really easy to say, oh, well, why don't we grab more Jordan? players I mean a lot of that just kind of depends on where you are if you're a really terrible team and part of the Falcons problem is they've never been really terrible they never get first pick in the draft and haven't they never have you know unless they trade their way for it you know but but typically when we have bad seasons they're eight and eight seasons they're seven and nine seasons it puts you picking 15th in the draft and what does that really give you I mean, if you're really great at evaluating talent, it can give you some good players, but it limits where you can play around because not a lot of people are trading for a 15th pick, right? Right. You know, so, you know, you'd have an easier time in some cases trading for a a 31st pick just because you can get somebody that should have been on the leading end of the, the second round. And might be able to snatch somebody, whereas the 15th pick in a draft really isn't that exciting. So, you know, I, I just think that, you know, it's it's always too easy to go in and, and say it. And that's why I generally don't about any sports team, because as much of a fan as I am and somebody that that likes to think that I know a lot. I mean, it's the same as life. 
you know, the more I learn about life, the more I realize I'm a complete fucking dumbass. Because there's just so much shit that you don't know. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, you're never going to stop learning. This is life in general. You, you're never not going to stop. I mean, there's always something new to come about. There's, you know, always a different situation. The best thing to do is just kind of like just, you know, don't count yourself out of a situation. Mm-hmm. Even though you see other people's situation, even though that's not you, you never know what life it may steer you away. You don't know. Right. You know, that's true. That's just what it is. I mean, you know, you might laugh at somebody. <laughs> you got gonorrhea. <laughs> and they say, you know, oh, my God, I got gonorrhea. Ooh. You know, you just don't know. I mean, hey, that's just life. Or, you know, you, you know, you look at somebody, they tripped and fell, you know. Next thing you know, you slipped and fell, but you fell in front of everybody. You know, that's life. I mean, it that happens. is life. One mm-hmm. thing I will tell you, mm-hmm. the earth is round. Yeah. You sure it's not square? It's not flat. You know, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not. You know why I bring that up? Why? So Elon Musk mm. got SpaceX launched and they went to the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that, that isn't really kind of aware of where the United States was with their space program, the space shuttles that we used for years to yes. get up to the space station and to help build the space station were extremely expensive yes. to fix when they got back. Mm-hmm. Even though you could land them, um, they were they were extremely costly. Yes, and it was preventing us from putting any money into research to new equipment. So a decision, I guess, was made that they were going to halt the space program and and basically hitch rides with Russia to and from the space station. I want to say it was like eight years that we have not launched a shuttle. Something like that. Or any spacecraft from here in the United States. And it's kind of a source of pride for the United States to be back independent in the space race, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So Elon Musk has this really funky looking new spaceship and um, it, it launched. And there was some footage on YouTube live from NASA as they're doing a spacewalk at the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. And you see this amazing picture of the Earth underneath them as they're working, right? And the YouTube comments, oh, nice green screen, man. <laughs> Fucking idiots. You know, some people, they have their own, like, you know, theories and beliefs and everything like that. and how they view people and everything like I did with Matt Ryan but um <laughs> look I understand in things like like religion faith is important because there's some things that yeah. you can't when you have evidence like you know the whole thing is oh it's a conspiracy it's a conspiracy what fucking conspiracy would last this fucking long Dude. and go this fucking crazy like okay so you're telling me that anybody that's ever had a pilot's license has to automatically be in on the conspiracy Dude, there's no, there's no conspiracy far as in them going out of space. Like I, my dad, he retired, you know, from USA United Space Alliance Kennedy Space Center. I mean, there used to be times where you know over the summer, it'd be you know, take your son, the you know, to work day with you, and I would sit there and see them bringing the the space the space shuttle out on the freaking crawler, and there's people walking around it with guns, and you're like, man, and then you know. They're taking it, putting it on the pad. I mean, and then seeing one take off. I mean, 
once you see that and realize it's like dude like there's really they're really going out they're they're going out atmosphere i mean it's here's the crazy part so you know to have a conspiracy like that when when you have all of this physical evidence that proves that it is round Mm -hmm. but no physical evidence at all that anyone can produce that it's flat you have people that have flown around the world, mm-hmm. but nobody has ever seen the edge of the earth. No one's ever taken a picture of it. If there was any fucking proof at all, where the fuck is it? There's fucking none. Okay? So, I, I get if you want to believe that the earth is flat, hey, you can believe anything that you want to believe. It doesn't mean you're not an idiot. I'm just saying. It, it doesn't... It doesn't mean that you are are not ridiculous, because you are. If there was if there was one picture that you could show of the Earth actually being flat, I mean, some people just, somebody that actually said yes, I've I've flown to the edge of it, and this is what it's like. Here's live video footage, and and if photoshopping is so easy that you can get a four K high def footage of the earth spinning behind or underneath fucking if you can do that where you can't even fucking fake a flat earth fucking where is it i haven't seen any of it i don't know a lot of people just don't believe certain things you know you know i mean we're coming in we're coming into a time where people just don't believe certain things that are actually true you know or you go to like right now i could hold up a weedy spot and say hey that person right there running like this, holding his hands up, that's Caitlyn. He's like, what? <laughs> no, that's Bruce Jenner. Yet they're the same people. Get the fuck out of here. You know, people don't want to believe actual truth or people don't believe what they want to believe now. I mean, that's, and, and at the same time, that's, 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 that's another kind of a gift and a curse with social media, with the internet. It's, you could put the truth out there and then people can put their own opinions out there and then you'll start to believe a lot of things that's not true has anyone ever denied that that was bruce and is now caitlin i think a lot of people saw that coming because the way he i'm just saying like it's not like there are people out there going that's not bruce that's not bruce no one's ever picketed no one's ever like held a rally I'm just saying it was uniformly accepted by people that he decided he would change himself to herself. But and and although it was difficult known, for some people to accept, look how he was they in still a accepted. Box. He wasn't as, as, as masculine. He was a little bit more like, you know, I mean, just just that little bit of that. You know, I'm just saying he just had that in there. It's like the metal was kind of like it was kind of like kind of turned a little bit, like kind of like just turned a little bit you know i'm, I'm just saying you okay know. but but he's not homosexual no he's he's, he's well even when i do okay that, wait 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 so again and this is not to offend anybody i don't know how this would classify he was heterosexual right. because he's always been into female mm-hmm. from what i understand and i don't know him yeah. or her i don't know her yeah. sorry but if he turns into a woman is he now considered a, a lesbian? Is he is he considered a gay woman? Well, I, I would say this. I, I'm going to say that to me, he's always going to be 
you know, you're still going to be Bruce, you know, in, in my eyes, you know, you're, you, you created a man, you're going to be a man. This is what it is. But as far as in the way that you want to be, um, you know, presented to the world to, that's a whole nother thing. You know who you sound like? Who? Oh. His name is Cassius. I'm going to call him Cassius. Yeah, his mom named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. You know, that's just, that's just what it is. That's what you, you sound know? like. I mean, you know. You sound like an old dude at the barbershop. You know, you know I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just Muhammad saying. Ali. Regardless, regardless, I don't care what nobody say. If Muhammad Ali was alive right now and he walked into a room and his mom was there and everybody, he'd be like, y'all got to call me Muhammad. I bet you Muhammad Cassius come here. He going to bring his ass right over here. He ain't going to play. Look here. The, are you his mama? Look here, I'm just are, saying. Are you his mama? I'm just saying. Because he won't punch his mama in the mouth. I'm, I'm just saying right now. But I'm telling you, old, like shaky Muhammad would have punched you straight in the mouth. I'm saying. I'm just calling saying, him Cassius. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, he, he would have tried. He, what do you mean he would have tried? Man, man, come on, he would have been. Come here, let me hit the you. The shakes would have allowed him to hit you five or six times. He, he would have like, did, did the Harlem shake before he hit me. But I'm just saying in general, <laughs> he'd have been trying to get ready and just, oh, and then threw it and then just kept up. That would have been him. And it threw the hand up and it would have been up. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm calling it quits on, on the Harlem shakes for Muhammad Ali, I think. <laughs> I think don't, we can't get any further than that. Don't call it quits, okay? It's just the truth. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's all about, in general, what you want to be presented as. Right. Now, get me wrong. The only person I would say, whoever he wants to call himself to, if Mike Tyson wants here and say, you just call me Iron Mike. Iron Mike, what's going on? Because even though you're in great shape, you can still knock somebody the fuck out. Oh, he's getting back in. Yeah. Have you seen the video? Yes, I've seen it. I've seen he it. He looks tough. He's like, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm thinking, about, you know, I, I still, I still got it. I mean, I'm still a great fighter. You know, I just want to do it or anything, it's you know. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's ridiculous. It's just ludicrous, you know. That's right. It's, you know, but I, I still got it, man. I was just, I, you know, I'm not going to bite anybody anymore. I'm just going to knock I people swear the fuck he'd out. still eat a baby. Yeah, you know, I, I'll eat one. I'll eat a fucking baby. You know, you know how he is. Like, don't look at me. Don't point a fucking cram at me. Don't fucking do that. You're being an idiot right now. You're being an idiot. I'm going to stop because if I see Mike one day and he be like, I think that podcast, I'm going to knock your black ass out. I'm well, like, he's Fuck. a podcaster too. So yeah, yeah, there's, he is, there's a chance. He and, he, and he has money in cannabis too. I would never disrespect you ever, mm -hmm. Mr. Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's too late for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. And guess we... what our next promo is going to be? What? You talking shit about Mike Tyson. Oh, man. Dude, can I do the voice of Mike Tyson? Or, you I know. I don't know. Can you? Or, or, I mean, yeah, just let me just go ahead and talk about him. Just let me, yeah, just, you know. Just, you want to you do a quick advertisement for the show as Mike Tyson? No, hey, everybody, everybody, remember this. Okay, remember, literally, Ken and Carl, please like, comment, and subscribe. We want everything. We want you to follow us. We want you to like us. We want you to just give us all your opinions. That's right. I mean, just give us more and more and more opinions because we enjoy you guys. We we, we like you all. We appreciate you. We thank you for everything you're doing now. I mean, we'll just add the same time. Just sit here and watch and opinionate and comment to subscribe because we enjoy that. You know, I just, oh my God, just, just do it. I'm definitely cutting that. Fuck. <laughs> definitely. That's definitely making the cut. All right, folks, we're going to call it. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Ken, you got anything before you uh, hey. embarrass yourself further? <laughs> um, seriously, go, go, go on. Um, Go on YouTube, man. I mean, just comment, like, subscribe. Uh, we appreciate it. You know, you know, just everybody's sitting here just taking the time to look at two boring-ass people talk about shit. 
they, they talk about. I would say we're dumb. We're not boring. Maybe we're dumb and boring a little bit. Maybe no, I am. No. The last thing I'm going to say is this podcast has not been boring I mean, at all. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm having a blast. Oh no. I mean, I mean. I know to Mike Tyson is not going to be born. Mm. I'm fucking find them. <laughs> All right. Peace, everybody. Peace. Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the American dream. About me. About you. About the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests. About that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts. Maybe below the cockles. Maybe in the subcockle area. Maybe in the liver. Maybe in the kidneys. Maybe even in the colon. We don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. But sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like me interested. Oh no, no way. Uh-uh. No, I've got to go out and have fun at someone else's expense. Oh, Summertime saying, how about this heat?